bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody! Welcome to our Dumb Gay Podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about all the dumb gay shit happening in the world, like we're talking about reality TV. Well, we're on um, a boat in the middle of the South, what's it called? South by Southwest? South Pacific? South Pacific. Yeah, the South by Southwest. (laughs) And then later, we're going to be going to Cannes (laughs) and to uh, Sundance. Yeah, we're in this, I guess, technically we're in the South Pacific. We're in French Polynesia. We are in Tahiti. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there are 118 islands in that are categorized as Tahiti. Okay. We are currently in Bora Bora. And it is absolutely astonishingly gorgeous. It must be the like the crown jewel of the 118. It certainly must be. And it is exactly um, the way it is portrayed in Moana. Okay. And exactly how it is portrayed. In the world's greatest gift called Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Ugh, yes. While uh, Kim Mm -hmm. was dating, not yet married to Chris Humphreys, and lost her $75,000 earring in the water when he threw her off the hut in Bora Bora. Mm -hmm. And we will be including that. (laughs) In our final show of this uh, 72-day trip. Do we want to remind the kids about what oh, this please. is? Let's okay. hear it. Baby, give me a hug real quick. Chris, he throws me in the water. I land on the side of my head, and I feel my earring is gone. Wait. <laughs> my earring's gone! Are you s***? I'm pretty upset. Show me where. Just show me. In the me ocean. Where. But the I ocean it's not that deep. Show me where. Now just breathe. Everything's gonna be fine. What's wrong with you guys? My diamond earring came off in the ocean. My diamond earring's gone. Oh, it is absolutely amazing. I don't want Amy earring. My day. It's so good. I don't want people to know that I can't even enjoy Bora Bora if we're not watching Kardashian, you know, the Kardashian Bora Bora episodes. We literally drove by the exact hotel they were staying at today. We drove right by it. We saw the huts. On a boat. We saw every single thing. On a boat, not a car. In a, yeah, in a boat. 
Yeah. From the water, we saw where she jumped into the water. And we shed a tear. Mm. Honestly. It's With a, your flowers on the Yeah. Head. I mean, it's a, it's, it's become a cultural landmark. Mm -hmm. And yep. we are so yep. thrilled. We're going to do reenactments mm -hmm. with guests. We're going to force them to do it. And then we're going to put it in our show. And unfortunately, though, for us, because we were going to look, the lesbian child of the Kardashians. <laughs> Kendall. Right. She finds the earring. Right. So it's not there. No, no, no. They already found it. They found it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They it's found it found. within... Moments. Yeah, tw tw 20 minutes. We'll find the babies. We'll find the babies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a momentous day. I don't... I feel... You know, one knows about Tahiti. It's there lurking in the, you know, the dreamscape of our minds. Mm -hmm. But it really was... That whole, it's several episodes, you know, with Chris Humphreys, who's just awful. He's a, um, a giant ogre. Terrible. Mm hmm It really crystallized the need and the deep want to visit. And, and, and here we are. I, it's I amazing. Be, I couldn't be more Can't grateful. believe it. Mm hmm I do want to do a follow-up on Craig from Fresno. Okay. Memo. Now, he sent us the Barbie shirts. Yep. And we got a picture of him and his wife. Who yes. To make love to. <laughs> yes. But we did not have a picture of him and his five daughters. I'm correct. And Craig followed up. He did. Now, if you're not a member of our Patreon, I know we push it. Morning, noon, and night. Exactly. <laughs> and we'll never stop. Mm -hmm. Can't stop, won't stop. No. Craig did post... Because on the Patreon, there's like a community chat, mm -hmm. the chat, it chat what it chat, <laughs> we like to call it, it's mm -hmm. a community chat. Right. Craig posted, people were, he, Craig, he delivered. He did. He, he, he doesn't stop delivering this Craig, does he? he I, he's, he's really become a, um, he, a correspondent with his life, you know what I mean? He just delivers, delivers. He's on the ground. He's boots on the ground of his own life. And he delivers his his his, his seed. He does. Mm -hmm. he's, he's he sure does. He's a successful person. He is. These these women that he's raising mm -hmm. are. I mean, he has five daughters. Okay, five. They're a, they're they're attractive. They sent a picture. They're all coordinating. They're all along a they look, boardwalk. They're, they're giving Instagram influence. Instagram. Family. I mean, we are in in ugh. his wife, who is an enigma, and maybe it's Craig. We don't know who decided on the it, the sepia tone, but it's flawless. It really is. It is. It is. It. it, it, it thank you, Craig. <laughs> Your it's, beautiful family. Thank you for sharing it with us. You've given us so much. We just love your you and your family. So thank you so going, much. They're going and they're going to be in the drug den bulletin board. And mm -hmm. I'm going to do drugs with his five daughters. And <laughs> that's what's important. It's very important. Mostly. Mm -hmm. I love that baby. I'm a baby queen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's but a full baby for you. Yeah. But they're all. Mm. I do. Just Craig. I do want to say he, he's. We're gonna we're going to BravoCon. We're doing a show. Mm -hmm. um, 
with Heather McDonald at BravoCon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's completely sold out. Craig already has tickets. He's going with his sister. Great. We are definitely getting drunk with Craig, the sister. <laughs> There's just no way we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I do want to have a real moment with Craig where I say, you're going to have to seek help <laughs> for these these women that mm-hmm. you're raising. Like, mm-hmm. girls, and I'm sure he knows this, and obviously his wife knows, but they do um, become psychopaths <laughs> for a good, like, I would say solid four years, or would you say only two years? I don't know what this man is going to no, do. I guess four. We just heard Ooh. Kim Kardashian, part of a five- Right. Daughter family. Mm-hmm. or the, There's five kids. I guess there's only four daughters. Nope. There's five daughters. Yep. Become a psychopath over an earring <laughs> and the mother had to be like, it's fine. The ocean is shallow. We're definitely going to find something the size of a pea Ugh. in the ocean, Kim. Don't worry. Calm down. I, I think I, I may have probably committed murder. I mean, I don't know. He's he's going to have to be in, uh, canonized in the church and made a saint. The wife, uh, the mom, I too. I just don't know what they're going to do. I mean, that's fine. You know, that Chris, jo- anyone who has five kids in general, but now you have five same-sex kids. Daughters. And this is women. These are insane. girls. Obviously, sons mm, have their mm, own, mm, you know, mm, whatever mm, fucking mm, jerk-off fucking thing they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, right. But these girls just become... They're sociopaths. They're awful people. And you're going to say, I don't recognize what happened to you. And she'll come back. The, 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 he's going to have to go through this five times, but the, the little girl you loved will eventually show back up around 32. <laughs> I, I, I feel mm-hmm. he may run away and change his name. <laughs> now, Jen Beaning, my mm-hmm. Sent us the cutest picture. Jen, I want you to know, if you're listening, we brought your postcard to Tahiti. And we have it right here, all for this moment. It's her entire family, including her 70-year-old dad. They're going right next to the Craig daughters. And I will be doing drugs with Jen's 70-year-old dad and Craig's five daughters. Hey, guys. Thank you for all the joy you bring. I listen daily. Here's my fam on my dad's recent 70th B-Day. Dad is suffering from Parkinson's, but was a huge fan of People's Couch. My, hu- <gasps> Oh, my God. That's so sweet. <laughs> I didn't read that. Mm-hmm. That's nice. My husband, Dave, and daughter, Ella, light of my life, round out the bunch. Note our OSU gear. Ohio sucks, but our football is good. Thanks again. I will follow you forever. Jen Beaning. Well, that's fucking awesome. Tell your dad we said hi. That completely caught me off guard. Yeah. I am so obsessed with that. That is so sweet. I'm sure we weren't his favorite, but... Well, whatever. He liked the show, <laughs> and he was a fan, and that's awesome, and we really appreciate it, and appreciate you sent us the postcard. Jen, thank you so much. The only thing that can make Tahiti better is hearing that her seven-year-old father was a People's Couch fan. Okay, now we get to hang out with an important gay person and ask them questions. I got gay questions and I need gay answers. I got gay questions and I need gay answers. Yeah, I got gay questions and I need gay answers. I got gay questions 
and I need gay answers. This is our segment called Gay Questions, where we hang out with successful people in the LGBT community, and we ask them questions about what's going on in the world. Why? Because gay people are smart and funny, and we love the song Gay Questions by Johnny McGovern, and we're always looking for an excuse to play it on the podcast. And this week, the excuse comes in the form of a man that I like to call the Elon Musk of the gay travel industry, because... Let's never forget, before Elon Musk sucked and ruined Twitter, he radically transformed the clean energy industry, and that is just what our guest today did for LGBTQ plus leisure. To say he redefined it is an understatement. Not only did he change gay travel as we knew it, he changed our goddamn actual lives. <laughs> Without him, Brandy and I would not have touched all seven continents. I mean, he put the first drag queens on Antarctica, for fuck's sake. The man is a national treasure. So without further ado, it's time to ask some gay questions to Vakaya co-founder Randall Roper. Hi, Randall. Hi, Randall. Good morning. <laughs> that was a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> It was, and it was a lot doing it in the dining room. Yes, we're oh, sitting sorry, in the, yeah. we're yeah. sitting gorgeous, in the dining with room. The gorgeous view of Bora Bora. The gorgeous. Yes. I mean, come I on. mean <laughs> this is a way that you've changed our lives. Honestly, it's fucking unbelievable what you've invited us to do. It's it's un, not to be believed. We got off of um, when we were on when we were in the tender yesterday. Yeah. She, Brandy fully cried. Whoa. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It's like... I mean, really, this is the most beautiful place in the world. If you if you look at the collective of what Bora Bora is, with the lagoon, with the volcano, with all of the water, some of which has zero color, all crystal clear, <laughs> it's really shocking how shocking. gorgeous it is here. I want you, so our 14 listeners have <laughs> been on our Vakaya journey, which began in Antarctica. Yes. So they've gone with us, and I, I just want you to speak to, like, the mission statement, if you will, sure. of the company. Yeah, listen, we've, um, all of us at Vakai have come through sort of the gauntlet of all gay, all lesbian cruises with Atlantis, RCP, Olivia, and um, we recognized that there was a sort of a better way to do this for our community, right? So we set out the mission of welcoming everyone, LGBTQIAPK, the entire spectrum of guests, because we felt that... Our community, much of our community, didn't really have a place to go, and Vakaya is that. Julie and I met this on a cruise, yeah. um, and it was a Rosie O'Donnell. Our, our, our or family, our, our family, family. Right. yeah, and great, I, great folks over there. Yeah, and so I thought that was like what doing a gay cruise was like. Sure, and it isn't. <laughs> and I've and I told her I've ne- like never felt that feeling. Yes. Until Vakaya. Right. Because we did, we've done like, I feel. Millions of persons. And listen, it's really hard. It's really hard to have that door so wide open because as you know, our community is divided in so many different ways. Yes, as a collective, we're all together, sure. But do gays like lesbians? Do lesbians (laughs) like trans? Do trans like intersex? Do lesbians like gay? Do lesbians like gays? Do do gays? Do anyone straight people there? No. Right. Yeah. Bi's. No one likes bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) Or everyone likes bisexual. I mean, it's hard to say. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, um, it really is the first company to try and reach everyone. There's, we've worked with all of the companies. Yeah. And everyone's got boobs and all of our boobs are okay. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay, that's what we like to say of 
the life. However, being in Vakaya is definitely different. You are doing something which is trying to reach not just the LGBTQI community, but it really is a feeling of everyone, and I mean everyone is welcome. Yeah. Even on the and website, it's it like there's a feeling of like even body positivity. Sure. It's, it's just a. It's, it's a, a core tenet of who we are. How do yeah. you? First, did you know you wanted to do that? Yeah. Listen, we. We had the big idea at the beginning, right? But then the practical nature of like, how the hell do you bring this to life? That's been the real challenge that we've worked through. And I will tell you, the pandemic and that shutdown gave us, after having a year of trips, gave us a couple of years to really explore who we wanted to be. And um, I'm really thankful. I know it sounds strange to say thankful for the pandemic, but it really gave us a chance to sort of level set who we were and who we wanted to be. Had uh, you always wanted to do travel? How does one even begin oh imagining gosh. this? You may not know my, my origin story. <laughs> no, let's hear it. <laughs> so I was 27 years old. It was July. I had just come out to my mom. I flew home to New Orleans. It was the most stressful weekend. I had planned to come out to my entire family. She um, comes out late in life. <laughs> yeah, 27. Very late in life. <laughs> well, I, I had been gay. I, I had lived far away from my family, so I had been gay. I had practicing gay. Everyone knew I was gay except for my family. So I flew home to New Orleans. And the stress mm. of doing that mm -hmm. moment, right? I never made it to my dad and my stepmom, but I managed on the final night to, to go into my mom's bedroom. She was already asleep. And I'm like, Mom, <laughs> before I fly, fly home tomorrow morning, I have something to tell you. And I, I came out at that moment. But then I flew home the next day. And that night, I had a major stroke. I literally lost my ability to read, to write, to talk, to walk. And uh, Wait, that's how... Fucking yeah. stressful. Yeah, coming out was, right? Wow. I mean, I, I can't Randall. say that they were related, but literally in an instant, my entire life had shifted. And I spent 10 days in the ICU. I was the young, I mean, that's when I looked great. I had a six pack, like it was <laughs> awesome. So I was like this freaky specimen, 27 years old in the ICU with 80 and 90 year olds who have had strokes as well. And here I was going, what the fuck? Like, that is 100% related. did this happen? Honestly, like, if that doesn't change, just this being it used to be a political podcast, if that doesn't change somebody's feeling towards a gay people, yeah. how fucking stressful, stressful that was for you. Stressful. That is unbelievable. Yeah, and I literally, I started making all the bargains and all of the deals, right? I was like, okay, please, just let me get better. And because I've never seen any of the world. So I thought, I didn't have my passport, nothing. So I made it a, a deal with myself. If I get better, I work hard that by the time I'm 40, I want to have traveled to 100, and, 100 countries. So it just a year of physical and speech therapy to get back to some semblance of normalcy. Um, and then I was off. My first trip was to Turkey and Greece, and I haven't stopped. Literally, I haven't that stopped. I've now been 127 <laughs> countries. I've made the goal of 100 by 40, and now I'm at 127, and it just... I just keep going, going, going. And I love this this planet so much. And there's so many wonderful things like Bora Bora. You know, this is my fourth time here. How fucking lucky am I, you know, to I'm to in have shock. I know. I, I knew mean, you didn't know the origin story. Yeah. Shock. Yeah. I mean. Because Julie talks about how you're like one of the most confident, like self assured, like people she's met. Well, that just says a lot. You met a lot of people. It's a it's a it's a balanced 
Okay, so yes, I think that you're a very confident person, but you're also a very kind person, and I think that's a very interesting balance humble. that we don't really see in a lot of people. Well, it comes from the fact that at any moment it could all just disappear. Which you experienced. Which I experienced, and it's just like life is too short to live in that world of negativity and just, no, I want to bring as much light and, and love to the world as I can. As I know an my unhealthy person who drinks yeah. a lot, what does a stroke <laughs> feel like? You know, it's, How do we um, know? it's interesting. I My alarm went off that morning and I stood out of bed and literally just fell over. My entire left side was basically paralyzed. You um, just feel this go numb? Yeah, it just was, was numb. And I, I picked myself up and I walked to the bathroom. I literally, I put shaving cream on my toothbrush, literally, and oh started my brushing God. my teeth. I mean, it was crazy. And then my, my boyfriend at the time, Greg, was like, what is going on in there? I fell into the shower door. All oh crashed my down. So I mean, it was oh just like God. that was a freaking mess. And then you, do you and then remember? He, of course, he called nine one one. It was just like they came and they thought I was that I was on drugs. That's what they thought. Because you're so young. Yeah, because I was so young. They so had young. no idea that it was Who would a think? stroke. And, and what they, are you? Do you remember all of that, or are you I, blacked no, out? I don't remember a lot of it at this point because it was it was a while ago. But um, no, well, I mean in the moment. Are you blacked out? No, no. You can I'm see. conscious, and I'm like, all of my thoughts were exactly on point. But like, nothing was making sense. I couldn't talk. I couldn't stand up. I couldn't associate what item was what. I mean, it was insane. Literally insane. Mind boggling. Mind boggling. Yeah. yeah. And to be able to live, I mean. And then they went home and they were like, oh my God, the fucking hottest guy had like a stroke today. <laughs> I will tell you, I look good. I look great. That's when I was at my prime physically, and it was just. It really was a shock to the system. You were like sleeping, like boning down with women and men at the same time, which I think is part of. So were your parents religious? Was your family? Um, yeah, very. Yeah, very, very religious. And just and like judgy. Yeah, not judgy. They were. I, my family is fantastic. Like I can't. Uh, I can't say anything bad about them. Yes, there are some Republicans mixed in there, and that's <laughs> of course. frustrating as all fuck. Um, but ultimately, they're people that, that just love, you know? So I don't know why I was so scared to come out. My sister's great. My brother my brother and I don't really talk much, but that's another story, but... I understand. I understand. Yeah. It's such a weird thing. You just... It's society. It's the world. It's, it's everything. Society. Yeah. It's you were the, you, good looking. You're a super hot man. guy. Yeah. Which is yeah. even worse <laughs> for you to come out. And you're good looking. Yeah, well, thank you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, I mean, I yeah. say that in the world of cliches and being yeah. gay and what it means sure. and the level and the spectrum of, you know, when you're supposed, what you're supposed to do, just what is, what just seeps into us. Even if our family is great, I had no reason to fear, but I did. And it was yeah. a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And they're annoying. And Julie and had less reason than you, because yeah. I'm pretty sure it was obvious. <laughs> Exactly, and I didn't have no six pack, okay, and nobody was looking at me, you know, so it was just like, but whatever. So there, you, so now you, you, you recover from the yep. stroke, you're yep. traveling, yep. and do you think like, I want to, where does I want to start a travel company come in? Yeah, listen, I, I started working at Atlantis Events, okay. not, uh, not so far, maybe five years after that, the stroke, and um, I really loved it. I loved the idea of all gay people coming together. Um, but just over the years at Atlantis, it just I got bored. It's as simple as that, and I needed more. Um, and I think that was me recognizing that my time was likely limited because as a stroke, uh, a person who's had a stroke, the likelihood of having another stroke is like tenfold. Like So at some point, it's likely to happen. Of course, I take good care of myself, all that good stuff, but um, I knew my time was limited and I wanted to do more. 
with my life. And that's kind of how Bakaya came to be. I want to talk to you about, um, you've mentioned all of the things already, but this, so we, this, we started this podcast, it was a political podcast. Yeah. And we recently um, backed away from that, um, which as you can imagine has gone great. <laughs> um, speaking as a cautionary tale, how, like how do you, even just in LGBTQ+, yeah. Like in that community alone, the, the conversation around politics is super divisive. It's volatile. How do you navigate that? Because we, I mean, we did it for four years and right. we done, girl. We yeah, done. it's it's <laughs> exhausting. It's draining, yeah, especially it when you're the you leader. Can, you can only be yourself, right? Mm -hmm. I have my views. You know, they might not everyone might agree with them, but they at their core, they're about treating people well. You know, and that's the part that I'm struggling with with our current state of politics yeah. in the U.S. Of just like, my gosh, you've got one party that just wants to decimate other groups, and it's just, it's really hard to watch. And living in Norway, um, watching it from the outside, we look fucking crazy. We literally look crazy. I was gonna say, if people don't realize that you live in Norway. I do. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, so live. And how long have you been there? A year and a half now. Okay, and. So now I was. We wanted to ask you what it looked like to be, or what it feels like to be an American. Did you move there from LA? From DC. Okay. But I moved oh, to DC from LA. Okay. Basically. What a What does it feel like for you? Yeah. To watch American politics, still be part of it, but also watching it from the outside. And what are they saying? Well, they're worried. They're You're really, worried. really concerned because you know I I, I know. Most Americans don't really give a flying fuck what Norwegians think of, of America or Spaniards or Australians or Germans. They just don't care. But it's important that, that they look up to us because if they don't, the entire world order starts to crumble, right? They need America to be strong. They need America to do the right thing, right. you know? And it's tough because we don't always, as we well, we well mm -hmm. know. But um, and now we've become a joke. Yeah, and now it's become kind of a joke. I, you know, I'm, I try to convince my Norwegian friends, my new Norwegian friends, to come <laughs> to America, and they don't want to get shot. They're like, no, nah, not interested. You know, they would rather go almost anywhere else than the U.S. because they're worried that they're just going to go to the grocery store, to a movie, to a theater, and just get shot. And are they wrong? Not That's really. That's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> are they wrong? Like, it's not worth it. It just isn't worth it to go to Disney World. Well, that's what I was thinking about the, the, what happened in Israel at, at the music festival. I was like, weirdly, we, the, we had a huge mass shooting at a music in, festival and it right. wasn't even for anything. It wasn't even, Not I don't understand why. Anything, right. right. It was at 40, how many people died? It in was that? 50, 40, over 50, 50 something. Biggest, biggest yeah. one we've God. ever, ever and had. And we never even Mad got a manifesto. No, we didn't nothing, get anything. Nothing. We didn't even know, and then we just kept it moving. Yeah. Like it was, well, that, that was the big one. Well, that was a big one. Oh, this next one at the, at the elementary it's school, that was a few kids. It's kind of gross, right? It's I disgusting. feel gross. It's I feel gross that we don't do more. Yep, but what can you do? We're stuck. We're stuck between the ideologues uh, that, that adhere to the Constitution. Uh, listen, I believe if you want to give everybody a musket, give everyone a goddamn <laughs> musket and let them go to town. But to apply today's technology... Right to that thinking, it just, I mean, it's inane. So it's what do you so do stupid. in terms of Akaya? Do you guys, because Akaya has a pretty big presence on Facebook. Yeah. We, we don't do Facebook and um, 
uh, we're scared of it. And yeah. like, <laughs> what do you and do? And should be because it's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, it's, it is a crazy place. So you guys just tr try to just stay out of the conversation. It, de or? it depends. Every we look at each one differently um, and we'll assess, but we'll never jump into the conversation at the start. We like to take it in, and as reasonable people do, and consider all the sides. And if we decide it's worthy of making a statement, we make a statement. Um, one of the shootings, I forget which one. I think it was the. Gosh, there's so many. Which one was so it? So many. Sad. Which one? It was the Colorado gay bar. Ugh. That that shooting. A, a few days after that, we finally had had enough because our obviously our community was being targeted. And we went through our own shooting at Bakaya, That's as right. you know, in 2021. So it's like. We, we had to take all of that that we had experienced and then sort of wrap it around what was going on out there. And we made a statement, but we, we said it, it's got to start earlier. I know this sounds ridiculous, but the, the, it's not going to change overnight. It just isn't because there's no political will to do it. Right. So right. it's going to have to happen probably over 20 years mm -hmm. where families at home take a better and this is the fucking hard part because you know the par parenting is so important because we see people with their kids in front of christmas trees holding, holding guns like oh, yo, oh my god that postcard <laughs> that political postcard just just unreal crazy but it's just like we we talked about all the things that really parents had to do that you have to do like if you go into a church and they're preaching anything but pure love walk the fuck out mm -hmm. like get out mm -hmm. you know and it's just like we've we've set this up this up to I don't know it just there's not a road to success and i am a i am very much an optimist but i am struggling to figure out what does that road look like agreed i mean it's yeah it's, this is why we had to back to away because yeah. we're like dead end, like, dead end dead sure. end dead end dead end your own mental health just can't, can't yeah. handle it so what do you do do you just live life <laughs> as like, you live it that that's like watch bravo and pretend it's not happening <laughs> yeah that's, then, that's fair though that's really fair yeah, is you kind of have to just put up all the walls otherwise the darkness will just yes. suck you down i mean i'm wondering though with with with, with the, being the leader of a company like this yeah. we often joke or can or it's the truth even within our own community party whatever we're eating each other alive yeah we are bickering we're fighting about bullshit we're 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 taking the fight in our own home sure. to the point where we're destroying the home. It's not just a cute fight. It's a destructive. And so, and we are in this community, some of the biggest fucking annoying assholes. <laughs> so what do we do? And I'm, it must come up. It's like the sure. fucking needs and the, <laughs> you have to do this and the, the entitlement and the, and it happens. It's how do you navigate that? Because to me, that's a microcosm of the bigger yeah. problem. We're listen. We're very lucky. We get to take people to paradise for a week or two, and we get to sort of set the stage of utopia. Like we get to dictate exactly how we want our guests to behave, how we want them to enjoy. Um, so that's what we can do. We can only do it in our little, our tiny little sphere of influence, right? We create this perfect little place, right? But if other people took that same notion that just deal with your immediate sphere and make it the best that it can fucking be, I think collectively then it just starts to get better. I agree. That you know? makes a lot of yeah. sense. It's exactly like you've said about different people we've worked for recently who 
fired us, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> have the conversation around them is really toxic. Yeah. And you, you dictate the conversation around you or the community That's right. around you. That's, That's right. so crazy that you said that. You're so smart. If we it's, can rewind to this week. This yes. week provided a perfect example. Um, you know, the comedy workshop that you guys produced for us here on the Vakaya trip. It was filled with so much love, except for that one day where I had to play producer. And that was like, that was a little rough. <laughs> That's important too. That's important too. That is that important is true, too. True, true. Because that was still with love. But it still sets boundaries. Always, always. And you, we but, need, do need boundaries. But fast forward to the actual showcase. There was so much love yeah. in that room. Mm -hmm. Every single person on this ship showed up. It was the most highly attended show of the, of the entire cruise. Amazing. It, amazing. And it went 95 fucking minutes, which is an eternity <laughs> for comedy. Oh an my eternity. God. But it went everyone, 95 minutes. Everyone stayed. Everyone laughed. Everyone stood on their feet after each and every comedian got up there. Wow. Um, and that's the type of love and energy that we want to take here on Vakaya and bring it out to the world. So if, if people would just take a fraction of that joy that they felt that night mm. home with them and then start to influence their sphere, you, Brandy, you're absolutely right. Like the, the toxic stuff, you have to walk away from it. It's just like the church example. Like the minute it goes there, just walk away. Yeah. Just dictate the conversation it, around uh, you. Dictate yeah. the conversation around you. That's right. Lead it. Lead it. And then if they don't follow, let them go somewhere else, you know? But we have, we talked about Israel-Palestine last week with, with Marty. Marty. Um, we're not wanting to do, we, we don't want to do politics, but this is something we can't ignore. Also, sure. we certainly can't ignore it with you, as we were supposed to go to Israel with you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe? Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, we had been hearing, I mean, the, the parts that you don't see behind the scenes, like my husband works for the State Department, so we're getting a lot of intel. And there was, at that moment, when we were we were sailing from Egypt to Greece with that supposed stop in Israel, yep. the chatter wasn't great. The chatter wasn't great. And when I asked the ambassador, who goes there often, to, to tell me, would you go to Israel right now? He said, absolutely not. Wow. Because there was already chatter about what would happen on October 7th. Like, all of that was in the channels. So and you're like, thinking, I'm going to take a bunch of fucking gay motherfuckers. Yeah, 180 Israel. gays to and Israel. Then somebody's and somebody's going to end up dead. Yeah, because at that point there was the random rocket fire into Jerusalem, into Tel Aviv. Like, and they had gone into that mosque. Yeah. Well, I just have to mosque. tell this story. Go ahead. That, so we do, <laughs> you guys do a, um, a Zoom call. Um, it's really intimate, this traveling. It's, it's upscale, it's beautiful, it's wonderful. And there's a Zoom call, so anyone, because everybody has a fucking endless questions. Like, what <laughs> kind of sweater should I bring? They're so funny, and, Zoom. Yeah. I love them. Because it's like, there's always one question that's so out there. No, we never, we haven't done them, even though Antarctica was... That a one. lot of these trips are intense. You do have yeah, a ton of questions. Yeah, they're pro-level travel, some of them. So we, but then with that one, yeah. we were going to the Middle East, I mean, it was... It's so crazy and just amazing that we've done that. But so we were on the Zoom and I'm the dumb fuck on the Zoom. That's like, so like, can we spend the night? And I just want to go to the beach in Tel Aviv. And like, I just, should we go to the water or should we, and we want to spend the night. And I, I just felt like it was like, literally like, we need to cancel this. There's two morons. Heading on in. Now, in my defense, I was supposed to go to Israel two times before that trip. 
both one alia trip one um you know to go for free when i was yeah. under 26 and then again 2020 in 2020 and then again so and three every times. time oh my, my whole God. family's been there <laughs> My, my brother's been there with United Synagogue Youth. I mean, as a Jewish person, it sure. is like a, a shame yeah. to my community that I haven't fucking been shame. there. Okay? It's like mega shame. Plus, like, I want to go because everyone there is hot and I'm so dying to go. The hottest people like, on the planet. The That's level that I've been crazy. denied this. <laughs> right. And, and, and we have friends. But if I wouldn't have asked the question on Zoom, like maybe there wouldn't have been a th- Baha moment of, it, we can't send idiots into this land. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, that was a Brandy Howard. Thank you. You but were the, the reason. I was like, because I was that dumb. Like but I there, thought. I do have to say, the chatter that you're hearing is different than, let's say, my mom, who you know, who is connected to Israelis and other people in Israel. And we have people. I went to high school. People who live there now, who literally two just with just five days ago, I texted. I was like, is everything okay? Blah blah blah. You should come to Tel Aviv. You'd love it. They are. Unbelievable. They're unrelenting. They, still, even during this, <laughs> I do feel my mother's like, "Why aren't you going there?" It, it's, it's, it's un. It, it's. I don't even know why I'm saying that. It's just. Do you have a responsibility, like somebody's gonna die on every trip? Mm. Oh, I mean, safety is the number one priority, without question. But I will say this: I'm done with us as a community being denied the world's treasures. Mm. They're ours too. You know, and for so long we've been afraid to go there or we don't want to go there. But like those pyramids, they're mine too. Yeah. You know, and I want to see them. And, and the, the sad part about missing out on Israel, Israel is one of the most treasure filled places on earth. Yeah, they're all rocks. And of course, everyone's worshiping rocks. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, it's an extraordinary place. And I'm, I'm just so sad for all of that that's yeah. going on there. It's just just terrible. I would imagine as somebody who's traveled the world, you've been to a hundred million different places, the level of despair that one must end up connecting to, feeling that there are just some places that none of us will ever get to go yeah, to. That's really Because true. of men. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, is, or yeah. whatever. It would be like, Julie, it would be like me wanting to kill you because of a mother goose hair. I know, rhyme. I like, know. It's all fiction yes. that's been created by man. I mean, we're, if we want to talk religion. No, now. let's get But it just, it's, it's frustrating to me that we've gone loopy over loopy. a fiction. You know, there's just yeah. none of it, none of it, none of it matters in the grand scheme of things. Treating people well and like you would like to be treated, the golden rule. Like, that's all that matters. Yep. So Moses, being good for goodness sake. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. And we've somehow gone so far over the edge. Like, we are cuckoo as a species. <laughs> yes. I mean, literally. <laughs> Agreed. Cuckoo. It just doesn't make any sense. So and Marty said, I mean, essentially the same thing yeah. about religion. Yeah. I mean. It's the, it's the true evil of the world. Yeah. It is the destruction of the world. I mean, ultimately. If Listen, I don't, I don't care what you believe in. Well, but no, at the right. end of the day... God is love. That's what every religion says, right? right? But Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. like no this is love. Right. Yeah. This is love because if it is, my gosh, and I don't want to love. No, I don't of course love. not. Why would I? I mean, we could get into a whole conversation yeah, I know, I know. about we, it, but oh. I think so. I wanted before we let you go, um, you from tra- traveling with you to like these crazy places. Yeah. W- words come up with you like sustainability and sure. um, <laughs> conservation. Uh, it even has even in this conversation like it's like does does owning a company like this turn you into like a climate activist or or, or uh, an expert I, no certainly not but it, it 
what it does is it makes me thoughtful about the choices we make, right? We don't, we don't do hardly any printing, you know, so we try to save a tree. I mean, it's the simple things. Our uniforms, for example, are made out of recycled water bottles that come from the ocean and turned into fabric. Like, little things like that to, um, to sort of move the needle. Again, going back to that sort of small sphere. Here is our sphere of influence, and here are the things we're doing within that sphere, right? If you take something and you do something, collectively it matters right as individuals it's tough because the especially with climate change it's such a huge concept but as you saw in antarctica my god we saw icebergs that when that iceberg gets into the 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 atlantic current and melts the entire world's sea level rises mm -hmm. by two millimeters like the, the perspective that that happens when you travel to places like antarctica shifts your entire way of thinking yeah i mean what are you just like taking out the trash? Like where do the diapers go? Or are you, what stresses you out? Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, maybe maybe mine's, mine isn't as, as dramatic as religion or war or climate change. I, I just want people to be happy. I want to be able to give people a week of happiness, right? And when they're not happy, that stresses me out. You know, so people ask me all the time, how's the trip going? And like, how's it going for you? <laughs> and if it's going well for you, then it's going well for me, right? And this trip, this specific trip, I mean, I was really worried about the seven days at sea <laughs> to get from Hawaii to French Polynesia, but they were the one of the best weeks, I think, ever in Vicaya history. Mm. And you guys were such a huge part of that. So <laughs> thank nice. you, really, seriously. Well, I do, okay, this is the last thing before we're gonna let yeah. you go. How do we, uh, I want real advice on how do you not take stuff personally. Obviously, you know, the travel industry is where a lot of it is based on feedback. Yeah, sure. And the feedback, love to give fucking feedback. Yeah. I don't care if it's a podcast. <laughs> and do. We're they done do. with your fucking feedback. So how do you, do you, what I do you engage, do? But I engage constructively. Like if you're just going to come flying at me, knives, you know, stab me in the back, the side, the front. I won't engage because it's just unnecessary. Like you, you have gone to a place that when you're talking about being next to a most, the most beautiful place in the world, like, but you're unhappy because there's no Diet Coke on board. That's, that's tough, right? It's like, okay, let's put everything into perspective. So I will, I will always engage and I encourage you to do the same when it's constructive, when, when the conversation can move in a forward positive like direction. we can grow that's right that we can grow feedback. collectively from the feedback but otherwise you just have to let it roll off because it's just it's an avalanche right it can be an avalanche of hate of fear of shame we just we i mean that's oh. the funny part about this week we like de delved into our own shame <laughs> yeah, it's like in the tundra class it's like okay what did you do on vacation mm. And let and go and, and let God, if let I may. Go and let God. <laughs> in a perfect world, it makes you a little better. That's the hope, right? Whatever that engagement is, right. it makes you a little stronger, a little better, a little more thoughtful. And if, if that's the result, that's a good result. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we did good work here. <laughs> Randall, tell our 14 listeners. Um, how they can learn more about Vakaya, how they can come on a trip, it's where they can find you. It's super duper easy, yeah, vakaya.com, V-A-C-A-Y-A.com. It's all there. Um, I'm Vakaya Randall. My name is spelled like candle, R-A-N-D-L-E, uh, across all social media platforms. Come by and say hi. And we have a lot of, like, we have lesbians, straight it's women. everyone, this, everyone, everyone, These everyone. trips accept everyone, and I don't fucking care if you want to 
bring your husband go on ahead lady because uh, this yeah, is going to be the funnest trip you're going to have. Every straight person that comes on our trip says it's the mm -hmm. best vacation of their lives and they're never going back. Yeah, I mean if I were to if, if you're a person who likes to be around like like-minded, fun, openness. Sure. This is where you're going. Yeah. Well, thank you. I can't. I can't uh, thank yeah. you enough for all you've done for us and and this week. I mean, it was really a true highlight. And I will say this: comedy is scary as fuck. <laughs> <laughs>that's it for this episode of the dumb gay podcast thank you guys for listening to our dumb gay podcast we love and appreciate all 14 of you so much if you're new here and you like us but you'd rather not hear about dumb gay world events please consider checking out our patreon podcast we have been doing them from this cruise we have and i do you know we recently added video and we do three <laughs> podcasts a week on Patreon. They're all an hour. They come out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm -hmm. 10 a.m. Correct. Pacific time. South Pacific time. I have to say, like, we already sort of have developed a new relationship with pa our Patreon listeners. We had a surge in, in listenership, but we have people that we have had since the beginning that mm -hmm. mean the world to us. Adding video has <laughs> just, just <laughs> created kind of like a bizarre intimacy mm -hmm. that we didn't have before mm -hmm. and now we for the first time done video while traveling so i don't know if i feel like we're married to these people or <laughs> what's going on here but uh -huh. we are very close to our patreon um, subscribers we love them so much and you don't have to do video if you don't like video you could do one patreon a week you get one hour-long podcast a week or you can subscribe for two dollars a week where you'll get three hour long podcast a week right audio or you can do three dollars a week where you get video pick what you like we're doing the video we can't believe it no we can't believe it wow <laughs> especially doing it from this cruise and finding places to do it but we are we're, we're doing it and you know what if i hadn't left <sighs> the tripod thing that held the iphone in the thing we would do some shit walking around, but now we can't. Oh, well. You left it in the hotel. Left it in the in hotel. Hawaii. But we're doing stuff on <laughs> from all different areas of the ship and wherever we've been. And we are having an amazing time. Um, if you haven't tried it, please give it a chance. It's not like anything else you're listening to. Sometimes we do hot takes. Sometimes we talk about TV shows or documentaries. Sometimes we make up songs. Sometimes it's just boring background noise. But boring background noise can be very soothing and comforting, too. Yeah, I mean, Sometimes we're on trips. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes we're just talking about restaurants and some weird shit that's going on. If you want to, you want some company while you're doing dishes or while you're cleaning or while you're just doing work or whatever, it's the perfect companion doing for laundry. you. Doing mm laundry. -hmm. 
all of yep. it. There's a link to a free episode in the description below this podcast, or you can go to our website, julieandbrandy.com, and there's a button on every page that says click to listen to our free Patreon episode, or you can go to the Facebook account called All Things Julie and Brandy, and they pinned a couple free episodes there. And for anyone who thinks the free episodes are too old or outdated, they aren't. <laughs> So, um, they're a perfect representation of what you can expect from our Patreon podcast. Okay. Um, except they don't have video. But other than that, they're perfect. Okay. It's an example of a podcast and it's free. Okay. That's all. So just enjoy it or don't. You know, as always, Mm Memo, it's been real. Mm -hmm. Hey. And it's been fun. (laughs) But mostly, it's been gay. And it's it's been dumb. I have a bug in my nose. You whore. And Randall Roper. <laughs> and Vakaya. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candyman. Don't get strung up. By the way I look Don't judge a book by its cover I'm not much of a man By the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania Let me Play you a sign. You look black, you're both pretty grooving. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual. Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. 
But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> 